Did you know you can support your local independent bookstore and me in my efforts to promote books that feature women in aviation by shopping for your next aviatrix read on the Literary Aviatrix website? I built the website to serve as a central source to search and find books featuring women in aviation, and it was important to me to offer you the opportunity to buy from independent sellers. If the book you're interested in is available on bookshop.org, you'll find a link to purchase through my affiliate account on my website, which means I'll receive a small portion of the sale to support the content you love. Blue skies and happy reading. Fill the paper with the message that it wants to send. Welcome to the Aviatrix Writers Room. I'm Liz Booker, and I'm continuing my conversation with Anne McCallum Stotts about her book, High Flyers 15 Inspiring Women Aviators and Astronauts. I just want to make sure that I got that right. And all of her other books as well. So, Anne, you're the author of nine mostly nonfiction books for young readers. To tell us more about your writing journey and how you got into writing and how you honed your craft. Sure, sure. Well, it kind of, you know, again, I said this before, but I really didn't ever imagine myself as a writer or as an author. You know, books were just kind of, I loved to read when I was a kid, but they were, you know, kind of this pie in the sky. Somebody else did those. They weren't real people. They were, you know, these entities somewhere else. Um, but I really got my interest in writing when I wanted to, um, I wanted to share this idea and I thought, you know, how can I reach more people? And I did like to write. I just wasn't that good at it until I, you know, practiced for a long time. And, um, so I just kind of chipped away at it. I, I, my first book, actually, I have it right here. This is, um, The Secret Life of Math. And um, it is actually a book about how people all over the world came up with these similar strategies or, or different strategies, rather, for similar problems. So everybody had to count, like, how are you going to count? You know, different people use different ways. And depending on the environment, you, you know, use sticks or you use clay or whatever. Um, so I, you know, I just kind of, I kind of fell into it. And I know you know, you kind of fall in love with it too. Like once you start writing and you start reading and you start putting those words together, it's hard, but it also is really empowering. And so I just, you know, I kind of just kept at it. I just kept at it and at it and at it. And then, you know, it, um, you incrementally get better. So, so that math, and then here that I math book was your first book that was published and it won awards, right? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, it won um, Gold Book of the Year Award by Forward Magazine. So, um, yeah, it was. It's kind of a cool way to to start. Yeah, that's really great. So, with these books, thank you. Like like High Flyers and um, like Thrill Seekers, which are the two that you've done so far in the series. You're sort of having to boil down people's life stories into a consumable chapter. Um, that is appealing to kids. And so how do you approach those? Like, you know, we talked about in the first part of this interview, how 
you know, almost half of these women have their own memoirs out there. So how did you, how did you approach that to make it appealing to kids? Well, for one, I wanted to make sure that I kind of got these sort of behind the scenes details. I didn't want it just to be a textbook, you know, first they did this, then they did that, then they did this. I also didn't want it just to be, you know, this, you know, oh, those are those kind of people. And I'm, you know, there's nothing that I can connect to because they're obviously these superstars that aren't even real. Um, so I did not want to have it be like that. I wanted to make sure that people could connect to the stories. And so what I did is I started off with some sort of inciting incident. I wanted to, you know, boom, start with something exciting, interesting, grab your attention, um, you know, go for that roller coaster. But then I wanted to also talk about their childhood because all of these women, you know, none of them started off with things easy, you know, and they're all, they all had humble beginnings. Some had very difficult beginnings. And I wanted to really, you know, share that in a way that, that, um, made it seem like they weren't just handed what they got. You know, they really persevered. They had grit. Um, they made goals. They, you know, they put themselves out there, which is really hard. You know, it's risky. And, uh, you know, so, so that was kind of the, the way that I, um, approached it. So I, I did want to do, you know, as many behind the scenes, interesting tidbits that were, um, you know, that a kid could connect with or, or anybody could connect with because, because adults read this book too. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, and then just, just really frame it that way. Yeah. To that point, I just want to say that this is a book that is absolutely, um, appropriate for all ages. I, I, I enjoyed reading it as an adult too, and, and learn more about people who I, Thank you. I, you know, I knew some of these stories already, but several I didn't. And it was, and then several people who I have been following on Instagram for years, and now I get to know a little bit more about them. So it was really well done. And, and I do think that those anecdotes about their childhood make it really super accessible for young re readers. So that was a, a great way to structure that. Um, so do you have an agent that kind of helps you sell your books? I do. I do now have an agent, but for the longest time, I didn't. Ah. Um, in fact, my agent, I've only had my agent for the last two books, and he's actually in the middle of uh, negotiating this next one as well. Um, so yeah, for the longest time, I did not have an agent. Um, I've worked with three different publishers so far. And I just, you know, I queried and um, it's kind of funny because with the um, with the Women of Power series, it wasn't, you know, that wasn't what I pitched first. Actually, actually, the first book that I had with them is this one right here. Okay. Um, Women Heroes of the U.S. Army. And so this is a book that goes um, through women's contributions um, since the American Revolution and, and what women have done all the way up to modern times to contribute to the U.S. Army. And, and again, you know, like the thing that, well, just a tiny little aside, the thing that got me excited about this book was that whole idea that it wasn't until 2016 that all gender restrictions were lifted. And I was like, you know, holy cow, that's, that's recent. You know, that's only a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, it just, it just blew my mind. Um, so that's what started that. But, 
even this book was not what I initially pitched to um, Chicago Review Press. I, I had pitched to this editor there and she said, no, not really interested. Actually, it was like, um, it was about pirates. It was a story about pirates. And I thought that was really cool, but she was like, no, I am not really interested, but you know, feel free to send something else along. And so that was just that little teeny, you know, door open. Um, so I was like, okay, she, she didn't say, you know, I never want to hear from you again. Um, so I came back and I really studied their, their catalog very intensely to see what they did. And I came back with a list of other topics. And then from that list, she wrote back to me and she said, well, the one that has the most, you know, marketability is really this women heroes idea. Um, and so then, you know, there were a couple more back and forth, but it was really me like not giving up because like she kept saying no to this, but then also giving me this tiny little carrot that said, oh, but if you have something else. So I kept, you know, kind of going and building on that. Um, and eventually I ended up, you know, with that book and then eventually, uh, it was the it was the thrill seekers and the high flyers. I have to say something about Chicago Review Review Press really quickly because I see their imprint on so many books about women in aviation, mm -hmm. whether it's memoirs. Um, so this is for the women mm -hmm. in aviation out there who are thinking about writing, especially nonfiction. Um, I don't know if they do mm -hmm. much fiction or not, but um, I do see their imprint. So keep them in mind. And and they seem and and how is it working with them? They seem to support their authors. Oh yeah, no, they're fabulous. They're really they're wonderful to work with. And and you know, I just uh really great people. Um they have a marketing department, so they actually do a little bit of promotion, which is awesome because up until Chicago Review Press, it was 100% on me. Um so they do, you know, a little bit, which is fantastic and um yeah really great to work with honestly well so talk about that a little bit so if you were doing your own book promotion like how do you approach that and how's it going well uh <laughs> so yeah so i wasn't one of those people who you know immediately loved social media i had to you know kind of get myself into it cuz you really have to put yourself out there you know you really do like you have to and uh, sometimes I'd be like, oh, am I, you know, tweeting too much about this or am I, you know, Instagramming too much about that? And um, you kind of have to put yourself out there. And um, so that's, you know, so that's number one advice, but also just, you know, seeing what other people have done. So like sometimes I'll, you know, I'll look at an author that I um, admire and respect and I'll kind of see what they're um results have been, you know, what, have, what have they been successful? Where have they been seen? Uh, who have they interviewed with, you know, all that sort of thing. And I'll kind of piggyback on them. Uh, so that's another thing. Um, another one is a critique group. So I have a fabulous critique group. We've been together since 2015 when all of us had maybe one or two books. And now, um, the most prolific of the group has 50. I just, I just read that the other day and I was like, oh my wow. goodness, 50. Um, yeah, so that Do you, is are, just and are, are you guys promoting each other and each other's work on social media? We yeah. do. I we love do. that. We do. That. And also, yeah. And, and the other thing about a critique group is really you're kind of, um, you have this obligation to share something once a month. Now, of course, you know, occasionally I'll miss a month, but I always feel like, 
you know, if we're going to put this effort in, I've got to have something once a month. And so it kind of keeps you going. You know, it keeps that momentum up, which is often difficult as authors, as we know, you know, sometimes you're just, it's just you yourself and the computer and, um, you know, so, so it's good to connect with others for sure. I want to say that, um, Aviatrix Writers Group, which, uh, consists of about 130 plus, uh, authors right now, mm -hmm. authors and aspiring authors, people who are writing. Um, we started critique groups about five months ago and I started, I, I, offered to lead one with three people who had never been in a critique group before. And then we have one other group that's consistently going with four, three or four members in it. And I will say that I'm getting as much out of it as my friends are. I mean, I've done critique. I've had critique partners, you know, for years, but getting together with the women in aviation and watching their stories grow together. And then hopefully being able to like you with, after being with them for several years, I'll be able to celebrate our mutual successes after, you know, when you, when you are a critique partner with someone, you're, you are emotionally invested in that story. And so you want to see it get published. So yeah, I love it. I, I'm a big proponent of critique groups and hopefully we'll continue to grow uh, that activity within the aviatrix writers as we go along. Is there any other, Absolutely. are there any other resources or any other advice that you have for aspiring writers? Sure. Well, um, so I belong to a couple of other organizations as well. Um, so one is if you're writing for kids, the absolute must um, uh, group is SCBWI and it's uh, Society of Book Illustrators. Society of Children's what is it? Book Society... Il Illustrators and Writers. It's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, you know, I knew what it was. I just, I uh, my mouth was open. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, SCBWI is fabulous. Um, so they have regional events, they have online events, um, they have conferences. Um, all sorts of different, you know, um, boards that you can uh, join in on. Um, and they're fabulous. Also, I belong to um, uh, the Children's Book Guild of Washington, D.C. So again, that's about, I want to say how many of uh, there's probably around 200 of us. And uh, we meet, uh, we, well, we have been meeting online, but normally we meet uh, once a month uh, for lunch and we have speakers Again, totally motivational and, you know, anytime you can get with like-minded people, it's just so empowering. Uh, so they're great. Um, I've also gone to uh, Highlights. Highlights has a bunch of workshops, programs, again, mostly for children's, um, but they're another excellent resource. Yeah. So. Lots of stuff. Always promoting SCBWI as a member myself. And then obviously, if you're writing for adults in whatever genre, there are groups for you, there are conferences and workshops for you, and go find your people. And then if you're writing about women in aviation, <laughs> write with us. So join us. I'm, yeah, exactly. exactly. So I saw, <laughs> speaking of SCBWI, that you are giving a workshop. And I actually love the way it kind of harkens back to the story about um, Karen Nyberg and her space quilt. Uh, it, the title is Like yeah. Sewing a Quilt, Piecing Together Narrative Nonfiction. And you're hosting that on September 8th. How can people join that workshop if they're interested in writing narrative nonfiction, especially for young readers? 
Well, so if you just go to the SCBWI website and go under events, then it's going to list all the events. And this is an online webinar, so anybody can join, um, you know, anywhere in the world is fine. Uh, so, so that would be the easiest. I also posted it on my website. Um, so if you're at my website anyways, uh, and then, you know, just pop on and, and check that out as well. But, uh, but yeah, SCBWI events. Um, and then, and then there's a list of, of things that are available. Do you give other writers workshops that we should be looking out for? Um, I'm actually in the middle of doing a mentoring, uh, class, but, um, yeah, this is kind of my first time doing this. It's really super fun. And, um, and, and, you know, a couple of, uh, you know, the, the class is very eager and I love that because, you know, just that enthusiasm and, and also like just being able to give back. Right. Um, so I'm doing that. And, is that something uh, that's still also, open like, for people to join or is it closed for now? Well, I mean, that one is not, um, but I do, I have done uh, some just one-on-one mentoring before as well. So, you know, if, if somebody's interested, just reach out to me and, and uh, you know, go to my website, reach out to me and I'll, I'll get back awesome. to you. If you have questions, comments, you know, whatever. Um, I'm, I'm happy to entertain. all. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you want to make sure aspiring writers know? Well, just, um, I just want to say how thankful I am for the women who, uh, you know, took time to talk to me for, for, you know, all of these last three books that I wrote. Um, because, you know, some of the people I wrote about are extremely busy and, you know, they, they didn't have time, but they took time anyway. And so I just want to give a giant shout out to, uh, you know, tell them how much I appreciate them taking that time and also how excited I am about sharing their stories with the world. And, uh, you know, what an honor that was, um, to do. You know, I want to say something about that from the writer's perspective, I think, when, you know, your, your mission or your intent is in the right place, like yours is to share inspiring stories with young people so that they can believe that they can do something too. When you reach out to people, they will make, they're, they're excited to be a part of that. And so like, just to encourage, um, other writers who are considering writing sort of these biographical sketches, like you are, to not be afraid to reach out to the big people like you, they will. Yeah. I, I mean, that's been my experience with this project is reaching out to big name authors that when they hear the purpose of this project and what I'm doing, they're excited to be a part of it. And so uh, just so, as a way to encourage people to pursue that, if that's of interest to them and share our stories. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and one more time, thank you so much again for your book and for sharing your insights about writing and publishing. And I, I might sign up for that workshop just to listen in. I I'm doing, I'm writing fiction right now, but I've really become a fan of this narrative nonfiction format and, uh, both in adult and in young adults. So, uh, you know, it might be in my future too. So I want to hear what you have to say. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for having me. It was just super fun. Yeah, so thank my you. pleasure.
cannot trust it to come again To wait for you to find a pen And fill the paper with the message that it wants to send 